Hello and welcome everybody to At Random. It's your girl Lori G with all your favorite co-hosts here on the line with us. Um, today we have a special because the lovely Lexis is here with us who is the owner of Glamorous Addiction. So we're going to allow her to say hi first. Hi everyone. I know I've, I've promised to have her on sooner but better late than never and tonight we have the nelly nell hey everybody the totally awesome damien and my lovely wife meek me hello there <laughs> who totally came over the other day and i had such a lovely time because i was sick and she took very good care of me <laughs> i took care of your kid yeah that's ah. it ah. that too it's like you know, <laughs> secondary. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, how is everybody doing tonight? How is you guys' uh, weekend going? Emotional. So far, so good. <laughs> it was good. It's been very emotional. Very, very emotional. Very. All right. That's what we're, we're not going to get into small talk. We're definitely going to go straight into the plunge tonight because there is a lot going on with our sick, crazy world right now. So I'm going to hand over the reins to the lovely Nelly, and I want you to give us a full update of what is going on right now, because from what I've been seeing on the news, from what I've been reading, I'm just basically stunned, and there's just so much worry, so much chaos, so much going on right now, so the mic is all yours. So we've been watching the news, right? Um, There's been riots, there's been looting, there's been protesting, um, all over, you know, it's even globally now. I'm not going to um, talk too much on the negativity and I'll explain in a little bit why. Um, but just an update here in Phoenix, um, I did get the pleasure to catch a protest um, that happened just a few hours ago. Um, I'm not sure if anybody's aware, we are under a strict, uh, what's the word, uh, curfew. So the city is basically closed at eight unless you are at work, going to work or coming home from work. Um, There will be checkpoints as well. So in the protest, the young lady speaking, I believe her name was Armani Jackson. You know, she did end the protest with a beautiful prayer by a pastor that happened to be in the crowd. And uh, her and her counterparts did make a very firm statement saying We want to end this protest in peace. However, if violence is deemed towards your way, do what you have to do. So basically saying, go home, be safe, don't do anything stupid, but at the same time, protect yourself. You know, I'm not going to really base on um, opinions. I I had a completely different mindset earlier when I knew I was going to come on the podcast tonight. But I'm just going to be as factual and non-biased as I possibly can because I know this is an emotional um, subject for not just people of color, but for everybody all over the world to say that the looting and the riots were not orchestrated by the Black Lives Matter movement. They have stated this several times. Some of the newscasters have been trying to get the actual protesters who speak on it. But of course, we know how society works. So the main thing that they're trying to show are the looting and and the riots. I just want to let our listeners know that it is factual that the Black Lives Matter movement 
has said that they are not orchestrating looting and riots. They are orchestrating peaceful protests and they are orchestrating protection for their people, for us, and they are not held responsible for the actions that occur once the protests are finished. That being said, there are people out there who are very angry that are trying to get their voices heard by being violent. And there are also people out there that are using our pain, our hurt, our frustrations to their advantage. And they are in dressed in all black, most of them. Um, about 90% of them are whites, are people that are not people of color. And these are facts, these aren't opinions. Um, are there other people of color out there looting and rioting? Yes, we've seen it on the news, but majority are people that aren't of color. Actually, in Phoenix, actually. Oh. I can't speak for any other states. I can only speak for Phoenix and Scottsdale. Um, majority of the people that did loot out in Scottsdale and destroyed Fashion Square were majority white. That being said, try not to focus so much on the negative things that are happening and lose the fact that we are out here trying to make our voices heard so not another person of color is killed um, so that we're not posting up any more hashtags so that we don't have to explain to people's families why their son or daughter or mother or father had died by a policeman. Um, I'm sorry, I'm getting really emotional. I'm trying to keep it together here because I'm very angry. And I don't want to speak on anger. Um, like I said, I don't want to be biased. I just want to spit out facts. Um, but please know your support is much needed. And we all have to stand together to make the statement bigger than a looting, bigger than a riot, bigger than what people think of us. Because even looking on the live footage and seeing people comment, on Fox Phoenix News, Channel 12, Channel 5, and the racial slurs that were said, you know, people calling us monkeys, people telling us to, if we don't like it here, leave. The list goes on and on and on and on. And reading that was very, very emotional, especially due to the fact where we did not promote this violence. In fact, violence has been promoted on us for a year before we, I was even born, before anybody on this podcast was even born. So that's just all I really want to touch base on. Um, if anybody else has anything to say regarding what's going on in their state, in their town, and the riots, if the floor is yours. But I, that's all I want to say on it. Because again, I don't want to dwell so much on the riots and the looting. I want us to more so focus on what to do moving forward it's very it's it's very stressful that we just came out of a very stressful time concerning the coronavirus and a lot of lives were lost in that and now we have people that are taking something that's supposed to be peaceful and using it uh for a reason to basically like you said uh steal and commit crimes and this is just my opinion. You don't have to agree. I don't really care. Um, but I feel like it's people that are out of work right now. I feel like the looters are people that are using the excuse um, of this protest 
to steal, to smash things. I mean, mm-hmm. I was watching videos online and cars were just trying to get through and these people were smashing the windows of the cars, of people inside the cars, okay, trying to just get through on the road or get to their destination who had absolutely nothing to do with what was going on in the road. They are just trying to go, go somewhere, you know. The violence is completely out of hand, in my opinion. I feel like there's... Um- way too much violence and I agree with you Chanel the the media is covering more of the violence than they are of the peace but I will say Uh, this Lori um, what happened in Minnesota I back 100% and I feel like if any state needed to fuck some shit up it was Minnesota wholeheartedly 100% burn the shit down anybody who followed suit after it I felt was due more so towards what you said, just people out of work, taking advantage of the situation, not even understanding why we were protesting to begin with. And there you have it. That's that's just what it is. Uh, Lexi, what do you think about this? Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I don't think that has anything to do with like people out of work because your mentality is your mentality. So if you have the mentality to steal, it doesn't matter if you got... Ten thousand dollars in the bank. If you see something free, that's your mentality. You see an opportunity, you're gonna take it. So I feel Absolutely. like there's just like groups of people who it seems like there's more of them as far as like looting and you know they're not looking at the bigger picture, which is what this all started for, which was the murder of George Floyd. They're not looking at exactly. They're seeing an opportunity to get something free. So those people, I'm yeah. like really furious at like what are you doing get go go smash gucci windows and get all these alexander mcqueen stuff and all that that does nothing for the cause it has it does nothing and it just blows my mind you know the way people are reacting and the protests i'm all for as long as it's not people i have seen a lot of videos that are very disturbing I saw one where an officer shot a lady right in her head with yes. a oh my rubber God. bullet. Yes. If you're shot with a rubber bullet from far, it bounces off of you, it just hurts. But he was so close to her, it went in her head. Oh my God. I saw that, that same video. Yeah. I oh saw another one um, that was in Erie, Pennsylvania. A guy is sitting on the curb with his hand up, and the officer just walked up and kicked him in his face. He literally exactly. wasn't huh. doing anything. So it's like with the protest is like, okay, we're being heard to an extent, but they're still being nasty. And yes, what was um, throwing me off was one of my husband's friends had posted up, you know, all lives matter, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what? That doesn't apply to this situation right now. And when I broke it down to him, I'm like, look, all this started because of the murder of George Floyd. Yes, all lives matter. Not in this situation. They, everybody's life does matter, but that's not what this is about right now. Right. This, this is bigger. Right now, yeah. Black Lives Matter is what should be the forefront. All I for another time. Yeah. Because and right you know now, it's honest. Honestly, I I'm I'm so happy that you told him that because uh, was he black? Oh, his friend. Yeah, he was black. Yeah. And and isn't that crazy how our people are so brainwashed into 
trying so hard to fit in instead of understanding that this is about them too. Right. That's what's shocking to me. I expect it from people who aren't of color. Right. I don't expect it from people who well, are of I, color. There was, a, there was a girl that I was talking to online who, um, I, 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 what did I say? I was like, to be, uh, oh, she was like, poor, the poor cop. He doesn't deserve all this. And I said, mm-hmm. what do you mean poor? And she was like, well, he doesn't deserve to be divorced. He doesn't deserve all this scrutiny and stuff like that. I said, well, then he should have never sat on a man. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, are you all about uh, white supremacy? Are you about basically, are you like all black power? Damn the white people basically is what she was saying. Delete her. And I was like, it has nothing to do with damning the white people and, and, and all that shit. It has nothing to do with that. Right is right and wrong is wrong. The nigga said that he couldn't breathe. If he said he couldn't breathe, uh, I don't know. We all have brains. That means get the hell off of his neck. And, it, and she's like, well, they found other things in his system. It doesn't matter if they found other things in their system. Somebody can... Can, can, can drink and do a whole bunch of stuff, you know, and, and be completely fine. But then the minute they take maybe a pill or something, that's what does it. Correct. So it, 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 it doesn't matter what was in the system. The point is what got him to point D, which was the guy being on his neck and him not being able to breathe. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And not matter. to mention not to mm-hmm. mention new footage came up of them beating the shit out of him yeah. before before he was even on the ground. Which he shouldn't have been on the ground because the the, the, the gentleman was uh, handcuffed standing up. Um, he should have been placed in a police car if he did a crime. Uh, it was over, I believe, a fraudulent check, which we still don't have the answer to whether it was real or false. I mean, I haven't read anything about it. Maybe you guys have. I'm not really sure. It was a counterfeit bill. And, uh, you know, okay, fine. He committed a crime, but why is he on the floor, on the ground in the summertime? You could have put him in a police car. You couldn't sit him on the side of uh, the curb. You couldn't keep him standing up. He was handcuffed. Where is he going to go? He has no arms on him. Who is he going to shoot? I mean, sure, he was a big guy. We hear all the time, well, he was a big guy. Okay, but what is he going to do handcuffed? Exactly. It's not like he's going to jump over the handcuffs like a fucking jump rope. Say that again, Lexi. It doesn't matter how big he was. He wasn't resisting. Exactly. I can add on to to what Lexi said. Um, All lives do matter, but in this this, uh, time, even though I am white, to all of our listeners out there, uh, this is like the, the... Black Lives Matter movement. And whether we're black, white, yellow, purple, it doesn't matter. They're making a mockery of it, of how they're reacting to this whole thing. I mean, looting and robbing. and I mean, I can talk about what's happening in Scottsdale. My brother lost his job because they all came to um, vandalize Fashion Square. Scottsdale Waterfront, for anyone who lives in Arizona, is all vandalized. Yep. All of Old Town, Fifth Avenue, all the... All the things are vandalized, graffiti, windows smashed, all the Mercedes-Benz, all the new cars, and the vending machine, all the windows are smashed. Wow. And it, it, I'm, like, trying not to get emotional, but I just, it, like, hurts my heart because, you know, my brother's working in the, at the mall, my uncle's own a shop down there, and it's just, like, the 
all the police and like the dangers that are occurring, they still have to go to work every day. That's true too, because if you're not, say you're just working and you're you're just trying to mind your own damn business and these crazy assholes who are over here looting and using Black Lives Matters for their own gain just comes and just starts ruining your shit. How how are my uncles supposed to get business? They put everything in the windows back in the safe because they're afraid that someone's going to come and do that to their store. And I understand where you're coming from, uh, Mickey. I absolutely understand where you're coming from because, I mean, we work hard um, and somebody else comes and kind of puts a whole cap on that. It's very frustrating. And there's no excuse for destroying someone else's life. But understand that um, in regards to, you know, people being upset, if you imagine being a black person coming home and your father's not there because, um, you know, he's out uh, trying to fix his store up from being damaged. Your father's not there because he died because he was black. Yeah. Um, Understand that, you know, we can't walk down the street because not because it's looted or destroyed, but because we're scared that we might get pulled over we might for get the wrong shot. thing. And it, it definitely goes both ways. And I, and I don't want people to feel like I am giving an excuse for it. But the frustrations that people are feeling for the past, what, 72 hours? Past five days. We've been feeling this all our lives. Yeah. Frustration, hurt, fear. Um, confusion. Uh, not the even list goes on and on and able on. To look in the mirror at yourself because you're like, I'm black, so not even be able to really like the color that you are. Not understanding. And I know it's that. hard for people of color because they're they're getting angry because of what the media is saying. Absolutely, I I totally agree with you, Chanel. That it's white people too. Absolutely, know? it's crap what they're saying. Uh, Jamie, you haven't said anything. What what is your view upon this? Uh, I I'm a little hesitant in this one because it's a bit different. So here's the thing: it's two different opinions, yes. right? The protest itself, you know. I completely agree with, right? No one's going to debate me on that. What the cop did was shitty. And he deserves to be prosecuted. He deserves to be thrown in jail, you know. Made an example out of, right? Saying, you know, this is what happens if you fuck up the way he did. So everyone agrees on that, right? So we can all agree on that matter that the cop fucked up. And and I have friends who are cops too. And they all agree. Everybody agrees that what that cop did was fucked up, right? So we're all in agreement? So, the problem that I have is not the what the cop did, but the reaction to it. So, and here's the thing that you guys know that I like to study history, right? You know, history is like one of those things that I love to read about or study about, all that yes. good stuff. And the way that I learned is that when it comes to this kind of stuff, there are two different things. You got uh, righteous anger, and then you got blind yes. rage. Now, let me tell you the difference. An example of righteous anger and it's an example that everybody likes to bring up is the Boston Tea Party. Everybody yep. knows what that is, yep. right? But that was contained. They didn't burn down the harbor. Nobody was attacked. All they did was toss out the tea. Am I correct? Yep. Yeah. And that sent a message because everybody agreed on that. But when you're, what's going on right now is blind rage or greediness. Everybody is pretty much turning against everyone else. <clears throat> and if you do that, no one's going to care about, oh, I'm sorry, I know it's fucked up to say, but 
no one's going to care about freaking George Floyd because all they're going to care about is what did I do? If you go to burn someone's house down, if you go attacking their cars, they're not going to give a damn about George Floyd or the cause well, or anything like that. Said that's not all they're going to ask want. is... His girlfriend did say that. It's not something that he would have wanted. Yeah, no, but I'm not blaming the protesters. I'm blaming the May I back off of you real the fast? Protesters. And, sure. and then you can continue because I don't want you to lose your thoughts either. Um, I just want to piggyback <laughs> off of the Boston Tea Party. And I know you're a history person. What nationality were they? Well, technically they were British. Because still under they were still British citizens. They were white. And, were they the of course, if you want to go oh, that route, they, they were white. They, okay, thank you. They were white. All right. And uh, what complexion are we? Okay. Black. When Colin Kaepernick took a knee during um, his reign in uh, the NFL, what was the first thing white people did? Criticize it. They criticized everything about it. Everything, correct? When they everything. started burning sneakers and everything, you would you say that that was pretty much contained? Yeah, because all they did was burn sneakers. No one was attacked and no soldier okay. burnt down. And that's, So those sneakers, they bought them themselves and burnt right. it, right? Which but is a sign of protest. you feel that Taking a knee is also contained. Okay, yeah, and was. who took the knees? Can, can, majority. Let's just do this. Majority of the races that took a knee, what color were they? They were both but white and black because everyone was supporting them. them. What color were they? They were black. Correct. Were black. And was it? In, in your words, was it or was it not a contained protest like Boston Tea Party and then burning Karpakinik sneakers and jerseys? Was that contained? Yeah. Okay, so why when we are contained, it's still wrong? Well, hold on. Can I say something? Well, because that's a matter of opinions. Can, can I say yes. something? Okay. Go ahead. So, Damien, I understand your point. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. The reason why Yes, I, I do too. The reason why I don't agree with it is because this is not just from five days ago, five weeks ago, five years ago, five decades ago. This is years. There's been plenty and plenty of years of quote-unquote peaceful protests. All the exactly. things that have happened to Black people have been unprovoked. When the and let's use the word contained. Yeah, the we, word contained is very important that's, in this uh, context. The black people were completely contained, and it was the people on the other end acting out unprovoked. I don't agree with anybody's personal things getting damaged, but I can't say I care about the big corporations and all that stuff. I am not for the looting or anything, but it's like... Um. How long do you have to nicely, nicely say, stop stepping on my toe, it hurts, before you turn around and punch somebody in the face? It's, it's, I'm going to take this to a religious sense. And it's just, it's no different when the Jews were going through so much from, let's talk, let's say when they were going through stuff with Pharaoh. It's no different when they had, they, they, they were going through everything uh, uh, from the Pharaoh from putting put into slavery, from their children being killed, to the point where God had to intercede and step in and basically be like, enough is enough. I mean, not everyone will agree religious-wise, but I feel like that's just one of a, a, a good example where somebody has been persecuted over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Until someone had to step in and say, enough is enough. Well, let... let um. Let uh let him finish up because uh I want I want him to get his point across too. It's only fair. 
So, but but you guys are are all saying that it's right, right? We all know that black people and Asians and anyone colors, because you know I'm everyone mm-hmm. knows I'm Hispanic since I talked to Lori like Spanish a lot and she gets I don't annoyed. Get annoyed. But <laughs> I think your Spanish is second. I, I just don't like when you flirt with my sisters. Uh, I want to say flirting. I call it like a you know little. I can't help it. You know it's who I am. But anyway, <laughs> now that we're all lightheaded, okay. So like I said again, we're you said uh, we also I'm like I like a, mm-hmm. a story guy, right? I like to look at things and analyze history and whatnot. And I understand that black people and everyone else they suffered. They suffered from day one since this country was created. They suffered through this. They suffered through. You know, being hanged, being make sure you humiliated, say suffering, being segregated, suffering, present tense, suffering. They've been, yeah. Well, they have and they are. It's just a matter of you know mm-hmm. the type of suffering. Before it was overt. Today, it's covert, which means that they're being they're suffering in mm-hmm. secret. You know, so now it's not being out there; it's being secretive on how they're suffering. It's like what someone mentioned to me how a lot of the blacks and Minorities are being discriminated by the banks because they're being screwed over by loans and whatnot and being butt out, screwed over. We can all agree yes. on that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So we all, you know, be separate. I feel like, I feel like. And- Lord, Lord, let him finish. I, I want him to get what he needs to get out first. Oh, I thought he was done. I'm so, sorry, so I, and me like a idiot that I am, I want to view this from an optimistic point. This nation is still young, right? Compared to every other country in the entire world, we're the youngest. We all, we've only this country has only existed for two hundred years. I know it sounds a lot, but in reality, it isn't. And the systems that we have in place are essentially experimental. The type of governments we have, no one's ever had it before. The type of police, the type of everything is experimental. And the reason why we have so many problems with the police was because if you actually looked into it, they're the youngest institution in the entire country because they barely started in the early 1900s. And back then, it was even worse because all they did was beat the hell out of you and throw you off the street, and that's their enforcement. So, obviously, it's going to be, you know, fucked up, right? And if you compare it from then to now, there's been little improvements. You know, we have, of course, black people that are police officers. We have black people that are chiefs. We have black people in powerful positions. But you you also got to remember that opposition and racism and all that stuff isn't going to go away by just, you know, literally overnight. It just has... You said, you know, we have to root it out. We have to see where it's at and we have to focus it. So, so as it is now, people are realizing that when it comes to black people being discriminated against is in the police institution. And what this incident proved is showing how fucked up it is. That is why so many people are starting to open up their eyes and be like, you know what? This is a fucked up institution. And everybody's agreeing on it. The riots are just there because, you know, they're, people are getting crazy and want to rate Target, even though they should just go after Walmart because they have all the fucked up shit, but you know, my do opinion. Do you know why? Um, <laughs> but, uh, you, uh, let me rephrase this because no, you know no, why we have no, slavery? I was going to say something completely different, but I have to rephrase this. Um, racism will never stop. Nope. And the, it's not going to stop. So long as there stop. are differences. I, white people. I, I, not opinions. Factual facts. Does anybody on this line know factual why racism will never stop because of the white man and because they're afraid of anything that is different from them and i'm gonna tell you right now black people have built this country for fucking free okay 
We've built, we built the country, just like the Jews built fucking Egypt, okay? Did we well, get this, Well, I mean, you got to remember the Asians well, that was, built it, too. That wasn't the answer I was really looking for. <laughs> but but did we get similar. anything out of it? But, no, we didn't get nothing out of that, it. That's similar. It, it, racism will but never stop. Lori, Lori, Lori. But it's Lori, true. Racism Lori. will never stop. I know. That is, that is the point that, never, that is the point that I was trying to make. Because we will forever be hated. And I'm explaining to you why. Um, this is kind of over my own head, but there is a hidden agenda, guys. A hidden agenda, whether anybody wants to believe it or not. Um, for yeah, the nation... That's not white. No, well, wait. Um, when a nation can't control its people, it will weed out the people that they cannot control. The people that they cannot control, if there's people that are with those people, they will weed them out too. And this nation has forever hated people of color, immigrants, our natives that are out there standing with us, even Asians, which is very shocking. People... It's very shocking. You would think that the Asians is kind of like on that Yeah, because spectrum. remember, when the coronavirus hit, people were throwing eggs. People were throwing rocks. They were telling them to go back to their country. Basically. Because, basically. Because of the whole corona thing. Basically, um, the leaders of these nations, not just America, guys. I, when I mean nations, I mean the entire world. The leaders of these nations that are quote-unquote leading these countries are working together. And they're going about their own agenda for power. And if they have people that won't take their shit and they have people that they know for certain will fight back, they are going to weed them out until they are no more. And that's just what it is. I mean, explain why we, are go- we have went through and we are going through presently and we are continuing to go through in the future why we have to go through so much terrorism and so much uh, uh hate and so much um shit just uh, just overall why do we have to do it let, let me just say something i don't want you guys to give me an answer i really just want you to think about your answer don't say it out loud let's say we had um you know, our enemies on other, like Russia, Korea, um, you name it, right? Let's say that they are constantly attacking our president, our vice president, and our secretary of state, right? They're constantly attacking them, their family, and the, their family's descendants, right? They're constantly doing it. It's not our problem. They're not doing anything to us, but they're constantly doing it to just those three people. What would America do? We would get our military out there. You know, we would be in war right now, even though it ain't got shit to do with us personally, because it's literally just their family. Nobody else in Congress, right? Nobody else um, outside uh, uh, in our government system, like our mayors, our governors, none of them, not even the police, just those three men and their families. They would send out all types of uh, uh, militia, to these countries, bomb them, women, children, whomever. Why? Because it's a terrorist attack. Okay? And it's wrong. You can't just go and murder and torture and terrorize a group of people because you don't like them. You can't do it. So why? 
is it okay for it to be done on us? And nobody's saying that. We go out there and vote, right? We go out there and vote. We go out there, we yeah, write letters. There's a ton of black people uh, who voted for fucking Trump. We go out there and we write letters. We go out there and we do uh, uh, organizations. We give money to these organizations. We give money to these charities. We give money to these big companies every day. We are tax payers. We belong here because we paid our dues here. Even though, no, first of all, first of all, hold on, Lori. Hold on, Lori. Hold on, Lori. Yes, we were brought over here. Thank you. Thank you. We didn't ask. We didn't ask to come here. However, we built this shit. Okay, so we fucking belong here. I know a lot of people don't want to be here, but we belong here. But why is it okay for terrorism to be done on us? And then they say, well, follow Martin Luther King. Y'all shot him. Well, why don't you peacefully protest? We are. Well, why don't you go out and vote? We We did go out there and vote. Why do you continue to terrorize us when you know damn well if another country were come to terrorize America or just those three men, we would be shooting bullets and asking questions later. So all of this, all of this, I'm kind of, I'm kind of fired up right now because I'm getting emotional all over again. But I want you, I want you, Chanel, to leave it. I want you to just leave it there. Because I want you to let our listeners really hear what you said. I want you to leave it right there. I don't, I don't care about anybody's feelings. I don't care about how people, uh, you know, want to talk about these businesses and talk about these police people. And I don't give a shit about anybody who is not a person of color that has an opinion on how we should feel and how we should act. I don't care. You know why? Because nobody gives a shit about us. I mean, look at the TV. Has anybody seen a commercial that says, rest in peace, George Floyd? Rest in peace. What was her name? Rihanna Taylor. Rest in peace. Uh, uh, what was his name? Amon Arbery. Has anybody seen those commercials on regular TV besides our BET TV show? Nope. Has anybody seen? Has anybody seen any commercials on TV saying we are here for you, black people? We are walking with you, black people. We support you, black people. They were making commercials through COVID. I don't know how many fucking uh, uh, commercials I saw with black people, Asians, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, Indians, Native Americans, celebrities, non-celebrities, doctors, lawyers, teachers. The list goes on and on and on and on. I don't know how many commercials I've seen on this TV screen of them saying, we support you, essential workers. You're our heroes. We support you, male person. You're our hero. We are in this together. We we can But we this. ain't in this we together. Can do that. All this unity, and you mean to tell me not one damn TV channel besides BET can acknowledge that we are hurting and can acknowledge and say we are here for you, we are with you? No. Why? Because we are hated. Point blank to the period. And racism will never stop. They will never care. 
So the only thing that I can tell to anyone who is listening is to protect yourself, protect your family, love yourself in spite of the fact, okay? And be there for each other. I don't give a shit about black on black crime. Y'all can bring that shit up to the kingdom come. I don't give a fuck because at the end of the day, black on black crime leads to somebody going to jail. White on black crime leads to being acquitted. So at the end of the day, I don't even want to hear that. Y'all do what you feel emotionally and mentally and physically what you feel you need to do. And if nobody likes it, that's okay. Because I am here for you as a black woman with a black son and a black daughter. Right. And I'm here with you as your co-host, Lori G, with a black and Hispanic children who are going to who are going to grow up knowing and going to grow up being proud of and the thing is not for nothing this is a situation it's sad but it has to happen and hopefully some major change is going to come about simply because we all have children I have three sons and you know Mm -hmm. I, I can't imagine the pain that these mothers are going through so all that, you know, peace. You got more than three blah, kids. Blah, blah. No, son, We've son. We've done all of that. We've done all that for years and years. And they're still exactly to us. So guess what? Once you're fed up and you're done playing nice, this is what happens. And there's going to be a lot of casualties exactly. of war. And I mean that on different levels as far as people who and stuff and people who don't deserve it. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, these people who didn't deserve it lost their lives. And they exactly. won't come back. back. No, nope, because once you're gone, you're gone. So at this once point, you're gone, it, is you're gone. What it is. Um, Michaela or Damien, is there anything that you guys would like to add or say before we switch in and have uh, Tish come in? Oh, damn. That's, <laughs> she seems like she's all in on this one. I kind of a little bit hesitant at this point. So now you scared them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to. I don't mean to. You have the right to speak your point. Well, I mean, but, you exactly. Is being able to. Agree to be heard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Okay, I will all speak up. I'm not scared. And that's what yeah. it's about. You have a right to feel how you feel. So we all have a right. Exactly. To feel how we feel. You can't. You can't be scared to say your opinion. You can still say your opinion. And I will definitely respect <laughs> it. I may not agree with it, but uh, you know. so. <laughs> I'll speak up. So. Yes. <laughs> go ahead. I right, go first. I agree with you, but I can't I can't pretend to understand because I am not a person of color, but I have empathy and I try to understand as best I can, but in reality I just I can't I can't imagine what you go through on the daily basis, what you hear. It must piss you off a hell of a lot more than it pisses me off because I know I'm not that kind of person to be racist and prejudiced and all that other shit that they're saying, but but I I, I try. And Michaela, bless you for that, because that, and me personally, just just as me speaking to you, I'm not speaking for everybody else, but what you said personally is very much appreciated. I, I respect yeah. that more than for someone to say, well, you need to do this and you need to do that and blah, 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 to actually just sit there and say, I might not know what's going on. I know it's wrong and I'm sorry. Like that is the most powerful thing that you can absolutely say. 
you know, well, you, know exactly. I love, you know that I love that you and I love Lori happen. and I love you know all your kids and your family so I mean it just it pisses me off because I feel for you because I care about you exactly the thing is exactly. you know what if if other and I don't mean to say it like this but if other white people took that same mentality and that same stance this wouldn't be happening yep yep so Damien what did you want right. to say I guess you could say it's kind of the same as what she said. You know, it's, I can't, you know, since I technically fall under the category of person of color, even though it's obvious that I'm it, white it, as fuck. It's it's more so of <laughs> your bloodline, not the color but, of your skin. The thing is, even though you're yeah, so bloodline, white, you know, I have parents that are immigrants from Mexico. Exactly. Yeah, because you're, because, because you're Mexican. Well, I don't know. Anybody exactly. that is a minority is not welcome in this country. Pretty much. I mean, look at what they did when well, they, when they were blocking you say, um, Mexico and all that other stuff. They were putting children, taking children away from their parents, like animals, like straight up animals, putting them in cages, and, and they were treating the Mexican and the Spanish people so terrible. And I couldn't, I couldn't understand it because it didn't happen to me. But I, but I felt it because for our people, we had to go through something just as similar. <laughs> So anybody yeah, that's, so that's not a minority, I'm not gonna, it's not a minority, is not going to feel this. But minorities, all of us, true, are going to feel it. It's gonna affect we're everyone. not welcomed here. We never were welcomed here. Well, this is where I'm going to have to... Man, it's going to be hard to explain, but... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. The I thing is, is that I guess you could say it's... Uh, it's a lot to have to tell your kids. <laughs> and... Oh, no, I know. I know. It's just that, for me, personally, I guess you could say I, I've been blessed to be born and raised in a small town where racial discrimination is almost non-existent because considering how small the town is, everybody knew each other. No one really gave a rat's ass as to the color of whatnot. Granted, we have our own little inappropriate nicknames, I guess. Like, um, I know it's kind of fucked up, but in high school, we had like all the blacks that are hanging out on a hill and we just called it Little Africa. That's where they all <laughs> gather on. I don't think that they were bad. We just, that's where they all gathered. But granted, I had friends that are black too and I will say this so black people are like one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life they're fucking hilarious I love them <laughs> I freaking befriended one because he was funny but anyway I digress I can't say that I faced the discrimination that everyone else has faced because of the whole blessing thing but I wasn't ignorant to it because like I've seen the I've seen the worst case scenario in both you know I've seen the what happens when they get discriminated? I've seen, you know, what happens when things get them left unchecked. So I'm not that big of a, I'm not as ignorant either, but at the same time, it's, um, I guess you could say I'm trying to be optimistic here because as we've seen, we haven't broke out into a race war yet. It's, no one hasn't gone full blown freaking Bosnia status. Sweetie, we've been think, in a you know. race war, honey. We've Thank God we haven't. Well, here's the thing, though. When you compare it to other things, we're, we're not really in a race war. No. We're in a tension. We're, we're in a race, race war. Race war is like, a say, different um, generation going through it. Well, I would call it a race war because this is where I have to disagree with you because in other nations, I had a friend who mm-hmm. is a Serbian immigrant, right? He, uh, he survived the civil war and then escaped to Florida, and that's where he was raised at. And he said that over there, the race war is so bad that they had hit squads go to every single house ask you what you are, and then execute you right on the spot. Gunfights will break out. People will just be massacring each other, this and that. And then you compare it to here, and it's like, well, we're the most diverse. And, of course, we have our 
conflicts, but we should at least be thankful that we haven't got to that point yet because we still have people that are willing to listen. Just like uh, Lena, she, she was willing to listen and understand, and that's already a plus, you know, because you have people that are... Here's the thing, the most powerful thing that you can do mm-hmm. is to shut up. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid and whatnot, but if you could just shut up and listen, you'd be surprised how far you can go with doing that. They'll talk to you, but you're like, you know what? Tell me that's about it, you know? All we got to do is just shut up and listen. And the problem that's going on right here now, well, it's going to work. The problem is that nobody's doing it. That's because everybody wants to talk. Nobody wants to but listen. But who needs to listen, though? Now, ain't that the million-dollar question? Who's because the one that needs to listen? And, of course, you know, you're going to have people that are going to be fucked up, people that are corrupt, people that are going to be trying to segregate. And that's going to be that. That conflict is never going to go away. It's just going to come in different forms and different, you know, ways or whatnot. But we just got to face it. But that doesn't mean we can't just be turning on each other. And that's where my gripes with the whole riot thing. The protest, you know, I'm all for it. That cop, everything's fucked up. I'm not going to say that none of us are saints or this country is a damn saint. We all know that for sure. But it doesn't mean we can't improve, right? It kind of means that we can't just learn from mistakes and improve or realize what's really going on. So, you know, I get it. It's, it's, we had a pretty fucked up board. Everyone was a slave, discriminated, sprayed. Like people are still being discriminated against to this day, which is, you know, obviously it's going to anger me, it's going to anger you, it's going to anger everyone. But, which is all the more reason why we need to actually come together instead of just saying, you know, white people this and white people that. And you're just going to create more people to oppose you. It's just like that one speech in, um, have you seen the movie Dark Knight? Where that speech that, um, what's his name? Morgan Freeman gave to Bruce Wayne where he says that you don't want to burn down a forest for a jewel Well, piece. if that jewel thief stole a pretty good jewel, I'm going to burn that shit down. Yeah, but then you're going to realize that the uh, jewel thief was never in that forest to begin with. And but he'll know I'm looking Oh, that for was him. for now because that was... <laughs> yeah, no, very a fucking damn good-ass well, jewel. When it comes shit. to the lives of my people, yes, it's a good-ass jewel. You know, the thing is, I, I feel like... And but I'm not gonna... I feel like you don't have the same approach i mean well no let me put it like this it seems like you don't have yeah i want to say experience, experience. Too, but almost like you feel like you're not a part of the black lives matter thing and i say it like that to say this white people hate mexicans yes as much as they hate black people and they show it every day i don't, don't want to say oh, but the reason why i'm slow not this is all against police brutality okay and this is right. this is everyone against racism. This is not just oh, yeah. specifically <laughs> against white people. It just so happens to be right. white cops committing these crimes against black people. But understand, right. you know, you I don't know if your opinion would be the same if the person who got killed last week was Mexican. Understand where I'm going with this? It just feels like you feel like you're outside of the box when you're more in the box than we are. Mm-hmm. And just because you grew up in a place where you didn't experience, you know, racism and stuff, that's beautiful. I did too, but I'm not blind to it. And I understand these are still my people. Like I said, I have three sons, three, okay? They're all black. Yeah. I, I need you to... Yeah, and like, no, I just don't want to jump into this with a negative view. <laughs> from, but you're not coming from a place of a minority, which you are. You understand? It, it just doesn't feel like you understand 
our pain. And when I say our pain, it should be your pain too. Because they will lay you, they try to build a wall to keep Mexicans out. They sure the hell did. They use Mexicans to build up a lot of this country also. Don't get it twisted. Yes. Wars. Wars with you guys too. Yes, they use you horribly and then want to throw you away. Slavery as well. (laughs) And then they want to throw you away like nothing. They took land. They took land from you guys. Arizona, California, and then um, parts of Texas, all of that with Mexico. Nevada and New Mexico. Mexico. And they took they it want to use guys. you and use they took it. Use your uncles, your father, your this, your that for all the labor you can get out of you and then throw you away like you don't need nothing. Understand that you are a part of this. You're a big part of this. And don't even get me started off, off the Native Americans. Yeah, no, it's That's just emotional as well. <laughs> like it's it's more to it it's than just anybody, us. it's anybody and, and, and it's sad to say this, but it's the fucking truth. It's anybody that's not white. It is what it is. Point blank and simple. And I don't want to hear all white women went through this. All women went through us being put down and being told we couldn't do this. It wasn't just white women. It was all women. Okay? So I don't want to hear, oh, the women went through white women through this. No. Or they had white slaves. The white slaves had it a lot better than black slaves and the Mexican slaves. Don't get me started. I know my fucking history. And the fucking don't forget Mongols, the Asians. All that. The list goes on and on and on. <laughs> Gotta show less than two. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. Damien, you switch, honey? Damien, you ready to switch for the hour? Yep. Yes, I am. And thank you for that, you know, I already thank said you. what yeah, I yeah, need to say. Definitely appreciate it. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Damien, and switch. You're welcome. I just want to be... I just wanted to be Talk optimistic as well. But all right, I'll switch up. I see. Anyway, you guys can finish talking. We're going to uh, go for our next hour. But before we do, I want you guys, I know this is a time of seriousness and this is a lot that's going on. But remember, if you guys have any questions or anything that you would like to add to what we're saying, feel free to email us at, at randomrl at gmail.com. If you have any questions or anything that you would like to add to this podcast. Um, don't forget to follow us on at random on Facebook with Lori G. Um, also don't forget to follow me on my Instagram, which is Lori Lou 14 for updates, pictures, and anything else that you would like to hear or know about going on with our program. Stay tuned for downtime coming up next week. Also, you don't want to miss the lovely Lexi and her beautiful, glamorous addictions. She has a lot of stuff going on, a lot of um, new products coming out, and you guys don't want to miss it. All right? Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go into our second half of our show, and I hope everyone enjoys it. Uh, Lexi, I'm going to give you the floor to talk about what you feel um, that you've seen and everything else that's oh. been going on. With everything that I've seen has been extremely painful for me I know a lot of people say oh they're angry or they're just saying oh I cried or this or that no I literally cried last night when I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw that video of that woman with that big ass rubber bullet sticking out of her head that was gushing out when I scrolled further and I saw two young people where the police just walked up and broke their windows, tased both of them and pulled them out for nothing. And I was watching that young man. You could see in his face he was stunned because they tased him. And the way they were yanking on him and pulling on him, something in his oldest son. And that hurt me so much because they weren't doing anything. 
And these people are being so fooled. And they don't understand that for every action, there's a reaction. And I feel like your friend Damien doesn't understand that either. This is not happening for no reason. This is decades and decades of negative actions. And now this is a... And it had... And there's no and there's no making light of it either. I understand he was trying to make light of the situation like and trying, said, he's to, trying be... to be optimistic, and he's not wrong for that. Absolutely, but I don't think he grasped the full concept of what's going on. And understands that him and his people are just as much at risk. You're a part yes. of us, exactly. A big part of us. A big part. Trump has specifically. I mean, what they, what they did to those Mexican children, tearing children away from their parents, which was from disgusting, their completely disgusting. Like. Trump has spoke out at his rallies, all this stuff, specifically downing and degrading Mexicans. I yes. understand this country doesn't love you just like it doesn't love us. They want to yeah. use you just like they want to use us. You understand? And then they want to throw us away. Because yep. I don't agree with the you know, this is, I don't, this is, but every action mm-hmm. there's a reaction. A comedian said this, and it's a, it's a joke that he said. But he said, it was a black comedian. He said, you know what? Y'all motherfuckers want us black people, anybody that is not white to leave the country, okay, we'll leave the country. But just so you know, we're going to take every damn thing that we contribute to this country and leave you guys here with potatoes. Unseasoned potatoes. We're going to take our, our West Indian food, our Chinese food, our Mexican food, our spices, everything it, that we brought to the country. The thing country. is, like, I don't want it to be, it, and it's really not, it's not white versus black, it's just right versus wrong. Like, we're humans. Yes. We're, we're humans. Mm-hmm. Just like you. And the thing is, if it had been a black officer on a white man's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds and killed him like that? They would have shot him. He would have been convicted of murder. He would have even made it off the street. If he was surrounded by, you know, white people, let's say the whole thing was reversed and he was surrounded by white people, they would have murdered him in the street and everybody would have got away with it. And there would have been two dead people, the black officer and the white man he killed. Yep. It's hard. All right, everybody. The lovely Lena Kelly is here. Say hello. Hey. All right. You just came in for the second half of our show. And um, you're basically... Talking about what's been going on. Why don't you give us your view on what you've been seeing? The lunacy. I don't even know where to begin. You sound very low. Very, very low. Hello? Yeah, we can hear you now. I said, I don't even know where to begin. Like, over the past, like, I'll say two two days, I've deleted about six or seven people that I thought I was friends with. But um, I can't do the fence riding I can't do the blame the victim game. I I refuse to do any of that. I can't. Like at this point, if you don't understand why this is happening and why it has to happen, you are part of the problem. Amen. And I, I, I can't deal with you. I can't. Because at this point, I have nephews. I have sons. I have friends that I love and care for. And I fear for every single day. You know, and these people who want to make excuses, you will never know what it's like to have to sit your son down or any man of color that you love and explain to them 
you must behave less than a man when dealing with the police. You behave as a child. You ask permission for every move you make. So they can't say you move suddenly and they were afraid for their lives and shoot you. Ooh, you Lord. will never know. You will never know the fear of, of your child saying, hey, mom, can I go to a party at my friend's house? And a part of you wants you to, to let them just be kids. But another part of you knows that if something goes wrong and a cop gets called, your child may not come home. You don't know the fear of, like, Lex, you know, DJ and Isaiah want their licenses so bad. They want to drive so bad. A part of me would love to let them drive. A part of me fears the fact that these are young black men in cars. Yeah. Because they get pulled over. That's it. May not see them. Anything can happen. And clearly, as we can see, you don't need to be doing anything to lose your life. Nothing at all. All you have to do is be breathing while black. Holy shit. The biggest crime of ever. It's ridiculous what is going on. And the thing is, they're not killing just our men. They're killing our children. They're killing our women. They're killing every last one of us. They don't give a shit. No. Our lives mean nothing to them. Nothing. Hell yeah, we're angry. Do I agree with looting and, and destroying people's businesses? No, I don't. But I get it. And let's let's I not forget it. that some of the looting and some of the riots are from the Black Lives Matter movement. Yep. Well, no, exactly. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've been reading a lot about this, and these people are transplants. They're coming from other places. It's white people coming from other places into minority neighborhoods. They're the ones throwing bottles and starting shit to incite riots where we are peacefully protesting. Because yes. not for nothing. Because they got to make us look like the animals they want the world to believe right. that we are. And then the thing is, when they, we can't peacefully when they protest. start these things, not for nothing, the police are going to charge the black and brown people. And what I'm at them. The white people, they're going to be good. You're not going to get hit. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, they, they uh, quite a few of them got run over by two NYPD SUVs yesterday. Well, like, run over. Like, yes, these people had I saw their that hands on too. the hood of two, and they got ran plowed straight into. I forgot what state it was. Now, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of white people that are taking the heat with us. And yes, I love are. each and every one of you. And I'm so and cops, grateful. And cops. There are also cops that are also taking yeah. heat with us as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm so grateful because you... You're going in and out. Pride. Uh-oh. She's going in and out. It's about right and wrong. The problem uh-uh. is all yes. the wrong is done to black people. That's where the problem comes in. You will never see white lives matter because white lives are not being taken. Unfortunately, the way black and brown not lives are being anything taken. You said because you kept going in and you out. Went in and out. Can you say it again? I said you will never see white lives matter because white lives are not being taken the way black and brown lives are being taken blatantly, maliciously, yeah. just without cause. Why? Why? Why is it a crime for for me to find out, you know, or any pregnant woman at this point? And a friend of mine posted this and I, I couldn't help but cry for her because 
I know her pain. She just yeah. found out she's having a boy. And she said in the world today, she doesn't want to bring a black man into this world because she doesn't know what it's going to be like wow. 10 years from now for him. And that's some real scary shit. When you're pregnant, you find out what you're having. You're supposed to be elated and looking at baby clothes and baby names. And she's thinking about whether her son is going to be safe in 10 years. White people will never, ever know that. They will never know that feeling. You know, I want to kind of take the time um, to acknowledge some things that got lost in the media and, and the social uh, platforms. Um, the protest started for our brother George Floyd, but it didn't end there. There's Brianna, was her last name, Taylor, I believe. Ahmad. Yes, Brianna Taylor. Um, um, over Ahmaud here Aubrey. in Scottsdale, I believe his name was Dijon. Um, I don't have his last name in front of me right now, but he was asleep uh, or passed out, one of the two, in his car in the area. Yes, it was blocking traffic. Um, an officer whose name was not released said that he went to um, knock on a, the young man's window. He was 28 years old. Um, and there was a quote unquote struggle where then the officer shot him dead. And I, I haven't heard. Yeah, I heard about that. And he was asleep. He was asleep. He was tired and he, he couldn't keep his eyes open. If I, if I read the story correctly and don't quote me on this, but he had, he was in contact with someone. And he told the person he was tired and he couldn't keep his eyes open anymore. And he was going to pull over and rest uh, a little and bit. Nobody's so and nobody's talking about his drive. Yes. And, nobody's um, talking about him because he was murdered. Because guess what? If I'm asleep in my car and I hear a random sound and I doubt that or maybe, not yeah, on the window, the I window he for whatever the we door. Know. Right. Because how else would there be a struggle? How else would there be a struggle? You can't touch me unless... Yes. Or I can't touch you unless you open that door. So if there was a struggle, you opened my door while I felt I was secure in my vehicle asleep. So yes, there's going to be a struggle. And again, I don't know who you are. Officer who there was no dash cam, there was no front facing cam. It's just his word. So there might not have even been a struggle at all. We're just going by what this officer told his boss. And if anybody in um, Arizona right. knows any information on this officer's name, please bring it forward um, so that we can get this resolved as well, because there's no reason why there's no, his, there's no name attached to it. There's no reason why nobody's talking about it. He, his family deserves peace and justice. And you know, the list goes on and on and on. And there's also other stories that we may not know that's going on in other people's um, residence. Yeah, because there's, um, there's, there's a story um, here in Kissimmee in Florida. There was, um, uh, I think he was like 18 or 19. The boy, um, he was at home with his 10-year-old niece. And some people broke into the house for whatever reason, and they ended up stabbing the little girl. 
and he was trying to save the little girl. He was outside and he was, you know, calling for people to call the police. And he was covered in the little girl's blood because he was trying to stop the stop her from bleeding. She got stabbed in the neck. And um, as the police approached, he was waving his arms to flag them down. And the officer saw a black man covered oh my in God. blood and jumped out and shot him to death. He was the victim. He was not the perpetrator. They asked no questions. They just shot the black man covered in blood. They killed this man after he watched his niece be stabbed <sighs> in the neck and my couldn't heart. do anything about it. Your heart. <laughs> you know, it, it's crazy because how? How? How was your first instinct to just kill people? Bro, on some serious shit, I'm going to share something with y'all. I went to, you know, I took the test to become a police officer. I scored within, you know, the top 2%. I didn't pass the quote-unquote psychological test because I was asked, you know, a question about what would I do if, you know, I was the first responder on the scene where a child was being molested. My response was shoot the person in the head. Clearly, that wasn't the right response, so I wasn't accepted. But you telling me that that response is any different than what the fuck these people are doing now? Wow. How they made it and I didn't. Made it because they and you responded to something. Y'all just shooting black people for so the sake of being because... black. Meanwhile, meanwhile, this guy in Pennsylvania who killed two people and kidnapped somebody. Here's a picture of the officer giving this man water after he was very safely apprehended it's just an extremely, um, and taken into custody. Because we were all taught when we were kids. But he's white. And everything. If there's an emergency, the police is who you call. Like We were made to believe that the police were our heroes. They're going to protect us. They're going to take care of us. Like, unfortunately, life, real life, taught us that's not the case. It's like, don't call them. That ain't the truth. And the saddest part about that, the saddest part about that is, you know, when the police are the ones committing the crimes, who do you call? You can't call the police on the police. You know, like people were talking to this little girl, you know, who filmed it. Oh, you should have done something. What should this 17-year-old girl have done? She did everything she could have done. She filmed it from beginning to end. There were other several adults standing around watching and just talking shit. They ain't do nothing. That's another thing. So we got to stop just standing around and filming and all that shit. But, I mean, I get it. People are scared because they don't want the guns to be drawn on them. But um, if somebody would have picked up and threw a rock at that guy, maybe he, you know, uh, 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 George would have had a, a little bit of air to come up and breathe. Uh, that's just my chance. opinion. I don't want nobody to go yeah. out there playing Superman, but... I mean, filming is cool because we got evidence, hardcore evidence. But if you're able to physically save somebody without putting yourself in endangerment, even as a white it. person, this makes me feel sick to my stomach. Like, I literally want to vomit. That's the thing, though. The thing is, not for nothing, if somebody had thrown a rock at the officer, the thing yeah, is, maybe George would have lived, but that person would have died. You would have still been in the same position right now. So unfortunately, that would have died. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the whole thing. There's no safe way to intervene. Well, there is no there, safe there way to intervene is, though, because I and don't that's know if the you guys part. heard the story you know, of what Denzel Washington did. 
He's so I yes, mean, I, I did, did. I and I love me some Denzel. Honestly, Ooh, I honestly do, I and you know, I know, more. I know it's a fear factor. But that man got up there and he said, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me help y'all out so that nobody gets hurt." And he stood with that black man, calmed that black man down, so that the police can finish doing their proper job. That's what I mean by saying if you can intervene. But you know what though. Yeah, but you know what? Well, Here's well, the well, difference with that. Before you go, that's he had a mask Denzel on. Washington. I didn't know it was it's Denzel. Denzel Washington. He had a mask on. He looked like any other black man that was big. I don't know. They don't knew. Know. Michaela, let me. They ask knew. You. They knew. He probably identified Michaela, let me himself. Ask you a question. He probably let me ask identified you. himself. But the point is, it's not. The point is, it's not. It's not easy to intervene. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a fear of, well, damn, exactly. it's either me or exactly. them. You know what I'm saying? And everybody has the same mm-hmm. thought process. Exactly. I got to get home to exactly. my family. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, not everybody's willing to kill mm-hmm. unnecessarily Look, we're not, we're not, to not do it. Not everybody is like, hey, we're Batman. We're going to do this. But Michaela, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about hearing the points of view you know that sister. I love all of you. Like and it just it makes me feel sick. Like I wanna like literally I want to vomit. Like I don't even know. Like I wanna cry for all of you. Like hands down, like I'm trying to hold together for our viewers, but I'm I I there are there are no words like of what I feel because it's the truth and it's what's happening in our world and it makes me sick. It makes me sick to think of there are people who are racist and prejudiced and since I'm not that kind of person, because I care about all of you, because I I know your family, I've seen your kids and, and it just it makes me ill. Physically ill. And I just I I can't even stomach it. It's not even a joke. You know what's crazy is that and and I don't know if you've heard this before, Michaela, but I know every last one of us have. And it's it's a, a running joke among black people, but it's really not a joke. Like we all have our token white friend. You know what I'm saying? Like we all say, oh yeah, I've got that one white friend that, you know, yep, because if I ever get in trouble, I need to have at least one white friend to help me out. Imagine a world like that. Imagine if white people had to say, well, I need to have at least one black friend so I could survive in this world. So if God forbid I get into some trouble, well, somebody can I help have me out. That and it, I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't agree with that. I mean, I c- kind of do, but I don't because that. I mean, I know that people of color say it as a joke, but it's it's just it's sad that sometimes it's true. Like it makes me sick, and like for how much I care about people of color, it absolutely I have, is. You know, other friends. Lori, you, Chanel, I love all of you, and it just, it, it kills me. It hurts my heart. Like, I want to cry for you. Well, you know what? I do want to take a second, and I want to acknowledge and, you know, applaud even the, the people, not only the white people, but, I mean, you got yes. people coming out of their own worlds. They don't fuck with us. They do not fuck with us on no level. But when they're coming out of their own little worlds to come into yes. ours to fight with us, yes. you know shit is real. So I want to thank 
not only the Amish, but to all the white people who are standing up and saying, you know what, this is bullshit. And for the people who have been standing up, who are just doing what they were taught from their grandparents, their parents, their sisters, brothers, aunties, uncles, cousins, and they just keep it going. Like equality is never going to happen. I get that. But thank you to everyone who says, I'm not going to yeah. sit down and let this happen anymore. Every little, every little thing you do counts. Whether you write a letter to you know, your local Congress people or you know, people in your local offices, you make a phone call, you're protesting, everything's short of writing. Writing, I don't agree with. But to everybody who is making positive moves to help move us in a direction of betterment, I thank you. Yeah, because they they're stand they're standing with us. They're not standing against us. They're helping with the problem instead of making a problem. Listen, every little bit helps. But you know what? More people start listening when white people are fed up with it, and they're saying, "Listen, this is just stupid. Enough is enough." That's mm-hmm. when people start. White people exactly. listen to other white people. They ain't trying to hear what we're saying. We've been saying it for years upon years upon years upon years. And it don't mean nothing, you know? And I, I deleted somebody who was like, oh, y'all still talking about slavery and all that. And that was five and 400 and 300 years ago. And I'm like, listen, I'm 40 years old. Bruh, let's talk about Rodney King. That was 30 years ago. Let's talk about Amadou Diallo. That was 20 years ago. Santa, let's talk about Santa. Abu That was 18 years ago. Let's talk about Eric Garner. All this was in my Trayvon lifetime. Martin. All of this was in my lifetime. We're not talking about 400, 500 years ago. All these people was in my fucking lifetime. I'm 40 years old. That's not old. That's not a long time. <laughs> somebody somebody is getting on that rant with All us. of this is not a long time. You crazy as hell to tell me I shouldn't be mad over the past. Bro, this is still in my lifetime. This is still happening. I'm talking yeah. about a few fucking days ago, bro. Yeah. You talking about anything you could say you didn't contribute to? Well, let's talk mm-hmm. about your great, 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 great granddaddy. How about that? Exactly. Don't tell me, don't be mad. Oh, yeah. it's time to get over it. Really? It's time to get over it? Well, how about I take every person in your family just because you feel that way. Not all white people, because they don't all feel that way. But let me take everybody in your family and let me do to them for five years what was done to my ancestors for 500. And let's see if you're going to just get over it. Hell, they couldn't get over uh, the COVID-19. Uh, Sitting up there saying, no. we want to get haircuts and go to Starbucks. Oh, my God. And that in itself, bruh. They, they, were pro- they were fucking they- protesting with guns. They were protesting outside. Yep. They were protesting out. They were protesting outside. Okay, talking about let us work. Let us get our haircuts. Let us get our Starbucks. Let us leave the house. Let us leave the house for something that could kill you. But the thing is, they were protesting. But nobody, but nobody was shooting guns at them. Nobody was hitting tear gas at them. Well, guess they what? Had a nice little. Peaceful protest. Well, guess okay. what? You know why nobody was shooting at them? Because they were armed. They were ready to shoot back. 
They were out there with guns and rifles and all that. And ain't nobody said nothing about it. Nobody said anything about it. But you know what's the scary thing? You know what is the scariest thing? That amidst all of this, the pandemic is still on the back burner. So you know what's going to happen next week and the week after that and the week after that? Bodies are going to drop. Because this is going to spread like wildfire. COVID is not over. Well, let's 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 go to COVID really really fast. Uh, Italy, France, um, I forgot the other country have all locked their borders. Yeah, because they're saying that COVID has increased in numbers a lot faster than the first wave. Of course, of course. So they're going back to lockdown. Yep. Yep. So even though all this is happening, that doesn't mean you stop washing your hands. You stop social distancing. There's no social distancing with protesting. Okay. And if you can help it, stay out of the doctor's there's, office. That doesn't mean. There's no social distancing with protesting. Everybody's on top of everybody. There's no social distancing exactly. with rioting. I everybody's on it, top of everybody. People are going to get sick. And you know what? You go home, you take sick. it to your, your families, you take it to your job, you take it to wherever you go. So wow. bodies are going to drop. People are going to get very, very sick. These numbers are going to skyrocket. Yeah. But now look exactly. look at it. It's like and then before you, it, and then before we know it, they're gonna they're gonna shut the country down at, again. They're gonna they're gonna end up shutting the, the country thing is, down. At this once point, again. what are we looking at? The lesser of two evils? Are we gonna stand by and keep letting our people get killed? Or are we going to be afraid of this disease that we can get whether we protest or not? Well, you know, there'll just be commercials on there saying, hang in there, guys, you are our heroes while the black people right. die. Right. They'll they'll make a nice little monument or, for them next know. for next Memorial Day. I just you know, you know what? It's it's scary because it's it's, it's it a is lot. a lot. And it's scary because we it's live a in a lot. nation under a president who says stupid shit like when the looting starts, the shooting starts. So, I mean, it's bad enough he already gave the police uh, basically full-blown access to kill whoever, whenever, however. But we know that meant black people because they ain't a white person die yet. Not, not that I've seen. I could be wrong. No. I could be wrong. But I haven't seen it. No, because I watched a video about, I watched two videos. One video where a black person was moving the gate and they were pushing and punching the black person. But when a white person moved the gate, they were like, oh, please step back. Right. Please step back. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The thing is, the reality of the situation is that black people and white people are never going to be equal. We will never be treated as equally as they will. However, can we get some fucking respect? Can you respect that we are humans? We live and breathe and eat and drink everything that you do. We all bleed, Can right? you get some respect for that? Like, bro, we ain't got to be besties. But, yo, respect the fact that I'm here. I'm alive. And I do all the same shit you do. Yep. That's it. All I ask is that you respect my life like I respect yours. They can't. They can't, but then you know what? Then people keep, then people look at me it's like I'm crazy when I it's, keep saying it's, it's Huey not P. That Newton. They can't, it's they won't. People look at me like I'm crazy. It has nothing to do with that. They they yeah. can't. Oh, you, they just you can't won't. say that, Lena. To. Why the fuck can I? I can say whatever I want. I'm gonna keep saying Huey P. Newton. Pretty I'm gonna keep person. saying Huey P. Newton because the fact of the matter is, 
they won't stop shooting until we start shooting. Bottom line. I said which, it. Whoever which don't comes like back it, it again. My ass. Um, you know, let's let's look at it like our our future moves, right? What are our future moves? How about not buying anything that is not black, black owned. owned? Listen, let me tell you something. I have a list, and I, I I actually sent it out to the few people that you know I'm friends with here in Florida. Of Black-owned businesses. Things that we would normally patronize any business, but Black-owned, like hair salons, beauty supply stores, um, supermarkets, things like that. Black-owned businesses. Black and brown-owned businesses. Now, my only problem is that, for the most part, Black people treat their Black customers like shit. They're not very nice to us. They don't respect our dollars. However, I'd rather be disrespected by my own than by somebody who's going to smile in my fucking face and call me every kind of dirty dog under the sun after I spend my money with them. Well, and then here you go, because I mean, maybe this will change the, the insight of black owned businesses as well, knowing that we are trying to rebuild black Wall Street all over again on a la- larger scale. Um, you know, let's uh start supporting each other. Okay, sis, you know, you got this going on. I got you. Okay, you got this going on, brother. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Let's start donating to our charities. You know what I mean? Let's start teaching our children and, and opening up organizations for our kids so they can have a future. Um, you know, let's let's try to figure out uh, where our Black-owned banks are and support those. Let's try to figure out who are our Black um, people in power in the Senate and the Congress, see what they're about, see what how we can support that when we go out and vote. You know, when you hit people's pockets, you'll be surprised how fast things get moving, too. Yep. Um. Because when people are well, broke, if that, they if become that's, desperate. If that's what's gonna, if that's what's gonna um, change, if that's what's gonna change anything and make and make a better change, then granted, it's gonna take to some do. time. It's not right. gonna happen overnight. And there's things that we need to do. No, it's, um, it's definitely and, not. And there's things that we need to get started. But slowly but surely, when we turn that mechanism switch on. We, we can do all things powerful, but we, we got to stick to it because the almighty dollar. We have to stick with man, it. Listen, And you'd be surprised how much of an impact people of color have when they stop purchasing things that are, you know, not supporting us. Well, exactly. At the end of the day, and I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. At the end of the day, I feel like I agree with that unity is going okay. to come not only with standing together, but with spending together. Because see, even though when it comes to making money, black and brown people are in the minority, we are in the majority of spending money. We are, that's why we're in so much debt now. Right, so now if we're spending, first of all, we're spending way more than we're making. 
But now if we mm-hmm. invested into ourselves and our own communities, could you imagine what that could be? It would be a powerful thing and it would be a beautiful thing. It would definitely be a beautiful thing and a powerful thing. And at first, there's going to be a lot of opposition from big business. And that's cool because the more we support the smaller businesses, the bigger they're going to get. You understand? If we start taking from these big businesses and keeping within our own communities, within our own selves, then now we've taken a huge chunk of their profits away. Because guess what? How many, you know, white people do you see? The perfect example. You ever seen Bill Gates wear some Nikes or some Gucci shoes or any of that? No. You know what he wears? McGregor's from Walmart. That's what he wears. That's what you will see on Bill Gates' feet. That man has all the money in the world. He wears Walmart sneakers. You know why? a flying fuck about that. Whereas there's black people who live in the projects, rat and roach infested apartments that are substandard living condition, but got Gucci on from head to toe, got every pair of Jordans ever made in their closet that they must keep in shoeboxes wrapped in saran wrap to keep the rats and roaches from eating them. But they'll do that. They got an eviction notice on the door. That's not going to stop them from standing in line for that new iPhone. No. Let's start investing in us. If you're going to go broke to look good, let your good look amongst yourselves. They ain't worrying about us. They ain't worrying about us. Ain't that the truth? And that and I and I and everything that was said here tonight, I completely understand. I agree and I, I believe this was a really this all this needed to be said. It was a real emotional roller coaster, but it, it needed to be said and that's the thing that people have to understand that this needed to be done. This had to be done. Just like, you know, the Jews had their day of reckoning, we had to have our day of reckoning. It had to happen. But I really want to thank you all for coming on here and expressing everything that you express from your hearts, your minds, and the bottom of your souls. And I hope that whoever listens to this doesn't just get an eye opener, but truly, truly understands every contact that was spoken here tonight. And Michaela, I thank you so much for being a friend and for just standing from there your mouth with to us God's ears. during this time as well. And thank you to everybody everybody that has been standing with our brothers and sisters during this time and my condolences go out to all the victims what, what a show. who <laughs> have passed away and have died well, because of police I'm brutality a, uh, yeah all and have I, a good night love but, you all um, stay safe please exactly and keep in contact I need to hear from everybody and everybody just exactly every, exactly and everyone just stay safe and Like she said, stay in contact and stay knowledgeable. Knowledge is power. And um, just stay together. All right. Um, I'm Lori G. And this was at random.